Welcome to The Luxentis Show, where I share tips on how to create and lead successful people-centric organizations. Hi, I'm Jocelyn Moriners, CEO of Luxentis, a leadership and team training company offering at-your-pace online courses and implementation-style workshops. Make sure to check out our website for available courses and download the top five reasons businesses struggle to attract and retain top talent and what to do about it. Anyone leading any kind of initiative knows that there are several aspects, departments, teams that come together to contribute to success. And keep an eye, keeping an eye on everything is usually the leader. <laughs> we are frequently head juggler trying to keep all the balls in the air, or at least we work really hard at not dropping too many. And as part of that juggling exercise, we tend, some of us anyway, tend to want all the things all at once this month. The thing to keep in mind, though, is that there's an extremely fine line between pushing for results and overextending ourselves and our team. And if you find yourself or you're finding your team is frequently remarking that there's not enough time then it's important to start digging into the issue and make sure that we're not in fact setting ourselves up or setting our team up for burnout. So how can we evaluate whether what seems on the surface like a time management issue is actually hiding a much larger problem? The first thing to do is to review your setup. Because if you want to eliminate the idea that it's a time management problem, then you need to satisfy yourself that your time management setup is sound, that you have all the elements of time management success in place. So what are those elements? Well, you need to make sure that you have a clear strategic goal. You need to know where you're going at the end of the day. So what's, what's that general direction that you're headed in? Then you need to have your elements broken down into more manageable defined chunks because you can't just say, hey, I'm heading way over there, but we'll figure out how we get there. No, you need to know how you get there and whether it's manageable. And you need that to be very defined. Ideally, you also have it broken down by quarter, have it broken down by month. Now, another essential element to that successful time management is making sure that you have clear success metrics. Like, how are you measuring progress? Do you have milestones? Because there are times when it's easy to fall into this trap of just digging deeper into something, and it just makes us stay in the same place as opposed to move forward. And so we want to make sure that we define, okay, this is quote unquote good enough. It's quote unquote done time to move on as opposed to just stay in that place. So that needs to be clear. You also need to be clear on how you are ranking your tasks by priority to meet 
these milestones. And so once you have your priority clearly defined, once you know what it means, a priority, because sometimes you may think, oh, it's a priority because somebody came and asked for it, or it's a priority because two people asked for it, or this person's complaining about it the loudest, it doesn't mean it's a priority. And so you have to be able to differentiate and define what is a priority. Uh, Another element of this success for time management is hopefully you have a task project management app. (laughs) I know I use that all the time because let's face it, my mind is so full and I'm sure every other leader out there's mind is so full that we just can't keep it all in our heads. And we could, but it's exhausting. And then we're always just trying to not forget anything. So having that app uh, really helps or whatever, even if you write it in a binder, I don't care. It's have that system where you keep track of things. And then as soon as you remember, oh, yeah, I need to do this other thing, then you keep track of that as well. And with that app, then it or or piece of paper, it will also uh, show you whether you're being realistic or not because you just have a certain number of hours in a day. And if suddenly your list is gigantic, then you are going to recognize, oh, okay, that's a problem. So uh, hopefully you time block. Uh, Not everybody likes time blocking. I do it at the beginning of the day just to keep me focused on the day's necessities. And that way I'm less inclined to be dragged or, or, brought on, let's say drag sounds a little drastic, (laughs) but just to to be gently nudged in a different direction than what I need to be focused on, then when I have my defined blocks for the day, then okay, I'm sure that I am truly working on the the necessities of the day. So hopefully uh, you have something like that too. And for some people as well, having some form of accountability partner group that they can check in with, so that they can support each other, that really helps them as well be successful with their time management. And so by reviewing this setup, then you really can eliminate the idea that this is a time management problem. Then you are confident that you have a solid foundation, you have a solid roadmap, and you know that you're being productive, reasonably productive, reasonably efficient. I mean, obviously there are always going to be things that come up that are unexpected, but for the most part, you're being efficient, you're being reasonably productive. So now that you've confirmed your setup, now that you're confident that that's not the issue, what do you do? Well, now you dig for the underlying issue. Because if you start to notice that even with all of these amazing sound habits in place, if you are still finding yourself constantly overwhelmed by conflicting tasks, constantly overwhelmed by too many priority ones, then it is time to consider another possibility and it's time to consider that maybe it is not poor time management but is actually a symptom of a bigger problem. And some of the things to consider is that the first one, is your schedule too aggressive? 
because maybe that's the problem. Maybe you're just trying again, as I said at the beginning, sometimes we want everything today and we're feeling the pressure, right? We're feeling a lot of pressure, pressure from the team, the clients, financials. We're feeling that necessity to move forward rapidly. And sometimes we may inadvertently have created a schedule that is too aggressive. And it's actually not possible. It's not just, oh, let's motivate the team to do more. No, it's just, it is not possible. And so that is one thing that we really need to consider. Sometimes it's just not possible to meet this date in the calendar that we've created. There, I've heard many times uh, other people say, uh, you can't take nine people and make a baby in one month. So it's you're still going to take need the nine months. <laughs> so even though you throw more people at it, it's not going to make it happen faster. And so that is a possibility to consider. And in fact, uh, sometimes throwing more resources at it makes it worse because it then we become with the other expression, too many cooks in the kitchen. And then so we have too many cooks in the kitchen and then just make everything worse. So consider whether that was one of the possibilities. Another possibility why this might be happening, it could be that you're actually short on resources, that um, you have all these wonderful, amazing people who are doing their absolute best or as productive as, as can be expected and their time, and time management is fantastic, but there just are too few of them and they cannot meet the level of work that is expected to meet the goals. And so maybe you're just short on resources. It could be that the scope itself is too ambitious, like too many things are expected within this goal. Um, there, it just maybe it grew. And that's actually something that happens frequently. We start off with one very simple goal. And as we're going towards that goal, the scope keeps creeping and creeping and creeping to the point where it's like, whoa, this is no longer feasible. And that, that scope is now too ambitious. And we need to look at that scope again to bring it back to a more reasonable scope maybe more in line with what it started with. And so maybe paring down would be sufficient to meet certain goals. So you can decide, okay, what when we're visiting it, what is truly necessary and pair that down so that you can still meet certain goals, but it's much more reasonable. Uh, another aspect that could be maybe some of the team members, if you have perhaps newer team members or you brought too many people in, uh, there may be duplication in the work. There may be a lack of training uh, for the team in terms of skills. And it's not time management, it's just like skill level. And so that's something to be weary of, something to consider as well. At the bottom, bottom line, at the end of the day, <laughs> setting realistic goals, it's hard. <laughs> you know, there's that constant battle between pushing enough to see results, but not so much to burn everybody out, including ourselves as leaders. And there's a fine line there. And it's really hard to see sometimes where we are in relation to that line. And so if we take time 
to first eliminate the fact that yes, it's not a time management issue, then we just need to keep an eye on that line and make sure we know on which side of the line we currently are standing and adjust accordingly. Without doing this type of exercise to find the underlying problem, we may actually make the mistake of thinking that it's a productivity problem and we may be inclined to push harder. We may even sign ourselves or our team members up for more time management training. And that would just make it worse because that's not the problem. Yes, there will be times where we need to do a big push and it's necessary to do that big push. And when that happens, that's fine. But it's important to do so intentionally. And it's also important to have a plan for when and how we'll allow ourselves and everyone else the chance to recover. I hope this episode helped generate ideas and potential solutions. If you know someone who could use this message today, please make sure to share it with them. And if you're feeling particularly generous, why not rate and review wherever applicable? I'd really appreciate that. So thank you for listening and let's all continue working on creating and leading successful people-centric organizations.